Welcome to Color Me Happy Community. My name is Brandi Hofer. I'm your host. Thank you so much for a little bit of your time today. You are so kind to listen and support our show. I truly appreciate it. Today on the show, we have Kaylin Butine. She is a fellow mother and artist, and I connect with her in so many different ways, and I love following her journey through social uh, media as well as her community. Um, and we talk about that on the show. We talk about how it all started and why. Um, she started Artist Mother out of a desperate need for that community and support. And there's still uh, a desperate need for that support and for women to work together. Um, some of my biggest advice and what I talk about actually in my book a lot is that it is so important to find a community where you fit. And that, of course, is different for everyone. But when you find lovely friends and beautiful people who lift you up and encourage you, you can go beyond what you have ever imagined for yourself. Um, I have been fortunate enough to find many supportive communities with many creative friends. Of course, I'm a creative, so that's really important to me, um, as well as people who are going through the same things as me, like parenthood and, and motherhood. And we all support and encourage one another, and we're proud of one another's victories. The impact of community has altered my life in so many positive ways. It's really difficult to express everything here and now with you. But all I can tell you is this. Surround yourself with these people who will love and support you for who you are. Together, you will all do great things beyond even what you see in yourself today. That was kind of from my book. I changed it a little, but um, yeah, I'm really excited for that to come out. The format, it's in formatting, so it's coming out. But back to community. Um, so Kaylin started... Uh, the podcast, Artist Mother Podcast, and then uh, developed a community. And now actually, since this podcast, since we recorded, um, I think, oh gosh, it's a few months now or more, um, they were teaming up with Thrive. And Thrive um, is another community. And so they've joined forces in 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 a great community called, um, so they call it TTN Thrive Together Network. So um, I took a little break in the summer from, because <laughs> you can only be a part of so many things. <laughs> and I'm back. Um, and I think they took a little bit of a, a summer, like they have like um, art and teas and they have uh, residencies. And so they have a lot going on and I encourage you to check it out. I'm also a part of a few other communities that I really love. The Art Queens and Milan Institute is a great one to check out as well. Um, we also have our own community, um, the Color Me Happy community, and uh, it's kind of just starting and growing. So you don't have to be just in one. <laughs> That's for sure. I have lots of friends uh, we meet online or we meet in person and I like to have community um, locally. I think that's really important so you can physically connect with people. But I also like finding um, women all across the world and seeing how I can connect and support uh, them as well because um, everyone has a different has different things going on and, and it can inspire you in different ways and 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 different perspectives and I think you can find that locally but you can also find that you know internationally um, to see everyone's point of view and what's going on in the world that's really important so I'm gonna let you dive in <laughs> to this to this show um, and again we're heading to New York in September so if any of you are in that area please let me know please reach out um, Please, uh, if you have any questions about this episode, you can reach out to myself or if you're interested in um, Kaylin's network, the Thrive Together Network, um, you can reach out to her as well um, or find them on <laughs> online. Google is very handy. <laughs> so enjoy this episode, friends. Uh, thanks for being here once again. 
and thank you for coming on. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And yeah, it's been fun to see you on our network. Um, so thanks for joining the network and being just a uh, presence there. Yeah, it's like, where do you fit? Uh, probably in something called Artist Mother. Like <laughs> the exact way you're described. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Um, so it's one of those things, it's one of those hangups. You're like, oh, uh, like I have so, I have memberships and like how many memberships could I have? Like how many book things could I pay for? How many? And then my studio manager said to me one day, she's like, you have to, first of all, it's not a lot. It's not a lot to be a part of your beautiful network at all. <laughs> and like it, is sorry i think we're gonna be interrupted that's okay i'm sorry brandy <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> okay um can you give me like three minutes of course really yeah sorry. you do it no no worries at all it's just you know you know how <laughs> not working i I do know. Um, usually I would say, I'm so sorry that's happening to you, but I totally just know Yes. that uh, they just, it's just, you know, we can't expect kids to be perfect sleepers because we're not perfect sleepers. It's an unrealistic, you know, expectation as much as it like would be nice, but like routine is important. And if it fits into your schedule, like that's how we as um, business owners and, and balancing that life, that's how we, get the stuff done so yeah, it's course. very important to stick to the routine yep. when someone tries to be like well you, you can do that i'm like nope sorry <laughs> like, i know limited mm. windows limited yeah windows. i will not do it um okay yeah so my studio manager said to me she's like you know you have to think about like when you're part of things like not only will you be inspired and these are your people but it's like think of how much you would be spending if you were like networking and going out for dinners and going to these things. And I'm like, I would be, that would be a lot of, she's like, yeah. So just, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And I decided to do audible too, because I just, books are just, they just change your life. Like mm -hmm. I like, I liked listening to um, motivational books. Um, Cause they do. I really genuinely believe that they can change your whole entire life yeah of course <laughs> and just like pump you up uh even if you just listen a little bit every day so mm -hmm. um okay i want to talk about you you are um you have three just like me and how old are they um so i have a nine-year-old a five-year-old and a three-year-old okay okay yeah that's two in school you said my oldest who we homeschooled until fourth grade um he's a very uh, self-motivated, like independent learner. And honestly, he was like pretty easy to homeschool and, um, you know, having two other kids, like homeschooling three kids, all who have different personalities, it was just not going to work for us. So <laughs> I just talked um, to Erica Lee Sears and she had told me that you homeschooled and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, we did it up until last year, so. Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like it would have been possible with two, but, like, three is just, like, how? No. Like, we can't even build a Lego right now without it getting yeah. fucked right up. Like, yeah, I not... mean, I, I really think it's, like, you have to, as your kids get older, you know, you really have to commit to it, and it's kind of like your job. Um, and so it, it's a I already have job. a job, and I want yeah. to work, so <laughs> I am not homeschooling anymore. But yeah. I was like, how, I literally, I was like, I don't know how she's doing that. I don't yeah. know. Because we had like the blip where we were, um, yeah, we were all, all at home. And so school was canceled for basically the last half of Gus's kindergarten. So that was only one child having mm -hmm. to learn kindergarten, which is learning through play. So I was the master at learning through play. I was like, let's, and it was warm out. So basically right. we have 56 kids in our neighborhood. Basically it was just like track and field day every day and so <laughs> many activities. I was like, I should be getting paid for this, but it was so much fun. But um, because the kids were stressed, the kids were so stressed. Like some of them had like weird ticks and weird things. Like you could, they could feel it too. Like Mm -hmm. To count them out as feeling what's going on around the world, um, would it's just not fair. So I was trying to distract them, basically. Yeah. Be like, you know, let's have fun. Let's, like, paint stuff. 
Um, so for you, artist mother, um, I, okay. So I had this terrible conversation and this is why I reached out to you. Um, I had a terrible conversation, unfortunately with a female our age in the art industry. Um, and I've started the conversation a little bit on social media. And they're like, people, how old is this person needs to like get with the times? I'm like, they are with the times. This is, and I honestly think that um, they were they were honestly coming from a place in the art world because females are grossly unrepresented still to this day that we're sitting in after everything, like so, so grossly unrepresented. And I think it's like 16 to 20, still down there. I don't know if you know the statistics, but um, I think uh, who Svetlana might have done a, a recent one, 20 to 22. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. Still way down there. Um, and and they told me basically that like I could be an influencer and maybe sell wine and diapers from my Instagram, but I should take the word artist off my website. Um, and that I shouldn't try to sell art from social media. And because I include my kids in my process. So I'd love to hear your opinion about that. I mean, first of all, whenever anybody gives unsolicited advice like that or opinions, I just think it's says a lot about that person. Um, like, let alone that the conversation is about um, being an artist who happens to have children, but just like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, like right away I would have, um, just probably not responded because that it was a, it was a face. It was a, it was a, it was a meeting. So okay. yeah, I'm overly polite, uh, most of the time. So I did sit through it. Um, and I think this person genuinely, and I can see it, I can see that opinion flying through the art world and I can see it, you know, and I think they were genuinely like, yeah, this is the way it is. And I'm like, you know, it probably is in some people's minds. And I kept saying, I'm a part of like these great networks and these great mm -hmm. groups of women trying to change these things in the art world, but they just weren't catching on. Mm -hmm. And so I want to ask you when you started, first of all, why you felt the need to start Artist Mother, like getting that conversation going? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's definitely been <clears throat> just about models for me, feeling like, um, you know, I wanted to be an artist because, uh, or I made the decision to be an artist rather because I wanted the lifestyle of an artist. I wanted, you know, I'm, I'm a very like, big picture um, type person. I'm always kind of thinking about um, the future and like what, you know, I love making plans and, and working towards those things. Um, <clears throat> I, I just, when I went to grad school, um, I did a low residency program because I had a kid and, um, I couldn't go to a traditional graduate program. Um, and, and my grad program was full of people who, um, already had careers, um, not many parents, but some people who were parents, actually there were, there were not many people with young kids, but there were some people who had like older kids. So they were kind of coming back to it after, um, yeah. one of my best friends in grad school actually was, um, a woman in her sixties who was at that point a grandmother. Um, and, uh, Michelle Johnson, I've interviewed her on the podcast, um, but it, there was still like some resistance in terms of like some of the things that were talked about um, that felt like quote unquote art art world rules or um, you know suggestions for how to be or um, what to do with your work and um, you know I. I was asked the question when I when I started to address motherhood in my work um, in grad school, I was asked the question, well, like, what are you going to paint about when you're not a mom? And <laughs> as if you like, stop, right? Well, number one, as if like you stop being a mom, <laughs> but like number two, like, do you say that to people who are making work about their, I don't know, like being 
anything else in the world. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it just felt like such a ridiculous question that like you wouldn't ask um, somebody else that it just it really got me thinking about like why this narrative exists that, um, you know, motherhood and parenthood, but specifically motherhood, because women are, are already underrepresented, underrepresented in the art world, um, like why there is uh, this block um, yeah. around that. And um, the podcast started after I finished grad school and was living rurally. So a lot of it has to do with um, had to do with my geographic location at the time I was two hours from a major city. Um, and just feeling like I had no community and, um, specifically the community that I wanted were people who were artists, women artists who had kids because I just didn't have models, um, as I mentioned and, and just wanting to like figure out how to do this, um, you know, and the way I, I, I think for a lot of us, the way that we find inspiration or the way that we figure out how to get what we want is we learn from others. Like you were talking about reading books or, um, you know, we, we like learn from observation and we're inspired by other people's lives and by their practices. And, and of course we always have to find our own path in the end, but, um, yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted more art friends who had kids in my life and, um, you know, specifically keeping it to artists, um, who identify as female and who have children was, um, more of a political decision just because I felt like, you know, if dads want to talk about being parents in the art world, then they can start a podcast about that. But like, Mm -hmm. I'm not a dude and women are underrepresented and I'm interested in starting a platform where women can speak about their experience. And it's not my job to like make it open, you know, to, um, affluent white men. Like I'm just, I wasn't like interested in that. Like I I got some of that feedback in the beginning and was like, that's like, I don't need to fill that role. It's not part of your journey. You know, (laughs) that's that's not part of your journey. And this is your space that you're creating. And it's not my problem that there's not men talking about being a parent artist. Like Mm -hmm. they already have, they're already in a position of power over women. So like, why don't they do that if they want to do that? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Start your own podcast and call it whatever you like. Mm -hmm. I just ran past a trailer. I live in, uh, I live in Canada, so in um, so there's a trailer I ran past the other day, and it's literally a podcast called Rigger Talk. So if there's a podcast <laughs> called Rigger Talk where they talk about oil rigs, I guess, uh, you can start a podcast about artist dads. Yep. Um, so <laughs> there is literally a, a place for everyone and a lid for every pot. There is yes. no doubt. Like, if you're into coin collecting, there's people that are super into coin collecting that you can meet up with or talk to or chat with. And um, so what year did you start it? Artist um, mother? We started releasing episodes in February of 2019. 2019. Okay. So it is fairly still fairly new and it's huge then for being so new. So really there is such a place. Um, there are so many artist mothers who needed mm-hmm who needed support and who currently need support and community and, and, you know, that sense of unity. Um, It is so integral. I felt like, and I, I wasn't um, a mom, like, right. How, I don't know, 28. I don't know. But so I was an, I had part of my art career before children. And so that time for me, um, was very lonely and then mm-hmm. partway through having children still very lonely again no examples um, the only examples were men and men who own galleries and so I had some other Canadian men that but it just wasn't the right fit like they weren't the right mentor they were in a different space with a different community and there were no it was like who do I how do I do this and mm-hmm. I just kind of went about it but um and and found my way but you know 
it's just recently where um, I have found my fit and it is so important. I can't express how important it is to find those people who will encourage you and lift you up because I have had the experiences and unfortunately it was in male run communities mm. um, because they were the only ones, those were the communities, you know, you try to join them and they like fucking tear your work apart. And you're like, this is not a space for me. This is not how mm -hmm. I thrive. Like you bashing my work is not how I thrive. Like, constructive criticism yes maybe but from a person who genuinely knows you you know and relates yeah. to who you are inside and what you're trying to um relay to the world and and or just as for yourself at least too yeah so it is it is such oh it's so lovely to finally have found you know the community spaces with females um i'm just loving it <laughs> Thank God for the internet, right? Yes, yes. And that it's become like so much more recently. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I want to talk to you also about this subject matter altogether. You teamed up with Thrive. So actually, where I started to find female community was Thrive. Um, I, um, so Jamie Smith and Tara. Tara's mm -hmm. last name is Tara. Tara. Okay, sorry, Tara. Put in the notes. Um, this is what I told you at the beginning. I was like, I forget names when I start going. Um, yeah, so they started Thrive, and I'm still in my original Thrive pod. So this is where it all started. And then I met like Penny Lane, and she's an art consultant, sort of mentor, amazing superwoman, basically. And it just like caught oh, it's it's changed so much for me and so many others I know because many people, you know, we all support each other and use the same sort of connections. So you teamed up with Thrive. So you, you collaborated with Artist Mother and Thrive with a new, what do you want to call it? Like a new movement. I'm calling it a movement. I've been talking about it a lot. It's a movement. And I think it will grow into something much larger than maybe you anticipate um a tuc so taking up space do you want to chat more about it yeah so jamie and i um we've become friends we were actually introduced um through liesl strauss um who started art girl rising um and you know the three of us like chat often just about our businesses and the ways that we're trying to kind of support women artists um and and it's just really nice to have that um, friendship because we all kind of are doing our own thing, but we're trying to like support each other in the process. Um, and yeah, like I um, I actually have to credit um, my one of my team members, um, Robin Kenny, who um, works for Artist Mother. She's our administrator and does a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But um, last year at a staff retreat. Um, Robin had the idea for doing a series of like garage shows where people could just kind of do a pop-up in their garage um, because you know one of the things that artists have really expressed in our artist mother community is that they want more support and encouragement for exhibiting their work like they want to know how to get in with a gallery or how to you know do this or do that related to exhibiting um, like you know, kind of what is the formula for um, exhibiting my work more? And, you know, I'm a very, like, anti-formula person. I'm, yeah, there I'm is kind of, no fucking formula. Yeah, I'm kind of more <laughs> a um, build the system yourself or let's let's join together to give each other the support we need rather than, you know, trying to come up with the perfect right way to do something. Let's just mm. let's just do, do it, it ourselves. Um, and so I, in a conversation with, um, Jamie and Liesl, I just shared, you know, that I really wanted to start this initiative where we just provided support and a timeline for women in our community to have their own exhibition, like, and whatever they needed at the time, like whatever the exhibition needs were for them. Like if it's, I want I really want to have a solo show, or I really want to get to know more, female artists in my city or 
um, you know, the, the exhibition could take many forms related to whatever goals the specific person who's choosing to commit to the exhibition had. Um, and, and when I shared this idea with, and, and just that, like, I would kind of host it together as a collective in my community. And when I shared this idea with um, Liesl and Jamie, you know, of course, they were like, ah, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is an amazing <laughs> idea. Like, we want to do it, too. Like, how can we, you know, and and so um, Jamie and I ended up kind of running with it and just met several times and talked about some strategies for, you know, just how do we collaborate and facilitate something for the people in our communities that also we can be a part of and and fills a need that we have. Like part of the reason I'm wanting to do taking up space is because I want to exhibit my work and get to know more artist mothers in Fort Wayne. And, and so I'm doing a group show for mine. Um, Jamie wants to have a solo show this year. And so she's doing a solo show for hers. Um, and so, yeah, we're just kind of you know, the the um, content, like Jamie and I have written um, content for January, February, March, April, and then all the exhibitions are supposed to take place in the month of May of 2022. Um, and so we just kind of walk people through like a timeline of steps. Here's a sample press release. Here's, you know, what you should be thinking about in terms of hosting your event. Here's who you should be reaching out to and getting. Um, but the whole point is not that we're putting on something that people are being a part of, but it's that we're just providing the people in our community with tools to do it themselves, right? Like uh -huh. they don't have to rely on our platforms or our permission. We're giving them the opportunity to like take control and really take ownership of um, exhibiting their work on their own terms and in their own space. We're just doing it as a collective movement um, because it's like on the same timeline and we're providing support for it. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's you're sparking energy and you're sparking support or you're giving support um, and permission because some people need permission. Like you, you can do this. You, yep. you can do it. And honestly, none of the opportunities that have come my way as an artist, have I not asked for or, or um, decided to do in the first place? Like mm -hmm. no one's going to magically, I mean, sometimes this happens, but it's like the exception. It's not really the rule, but right. like no one's going to find you on, you know, Instagram and be like, I'm going to collect 30 of your pieces. <laughs> Here's a million dollars. Yeah. Let me, and, yeah, and let me show up with a truck gallery and collect all of your work. <laughs> and yeah, like it just doesn't. And when that has happened, it's been weird fucking people. I'll tell you what, that weren't the right fit. Um, mm -hmm. So you just like, if you want to paint a mural, paint, ask around your like uh, community and the business community downtown or whatever, or, you know, the marketing companies that work down there, or do you know someone, this is a great wall, who owns this building? Like, mm -hmm. maybe I should them for a while <laughs> that's what it yep. takes it really does um or you know getting to know them on social media and approaching and deciding it really takes your decision and that's it and um it just and and connecting with people connecting 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 um so i love that you that you're doing that it's so exciting um and i honestly think your your idea that you had for you know that just like it will grow massively and I'm so mm -hmm. excited and honored to be a part of it. Um, I filled out my form. Yay. Yeah. What are you doing for your exhibition? Yeah, I actually, so speaking of taking up space and asking for what you want. So I, Chris, I, I stopped doing, um, I slowed down custom orders because one year I did 130 and I felt like death. So I was burnt out creatively. So this year I'm like, my children still believe in magic and like, this is such a lovely time and the holidays mm -hmm. are so, I don't want to be doing what I did last year. Like mm -hmm. I did it. I'm very good at portraiture now. Great. Um, <laughs> that's the silver lining of that. And um, so I started making this Taylor collection. She's behind me and all over. Um, just because I wanted to, and it felt so good. Yeah. And then I envisioned it showing through PXP, uh, contemporary uh, gallery, um, 
with Alicia and I messaged her. <laughs> I was like, hey, how do you feel about um, taking this collection on? It'll be eight to 10 pieces small um, comparatively to my like 34 piece collections uh, that I do. And she's like, yeah, great. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, really? Okay, cool. Um, all right. Because I really, I took a month and I like started making more. I envisioned it in the first two pieces. And mm -hmm. this is where it started. I was meeting with my, um, you know, Sarah Detweiler, uh, SD Artifacts. It, look, she has a group and I like weaseled my way into their paint night group. Bush was there and so so many great female creatives and one night I was working on this piece by my photographer friend Taylor and they're I was like, eh, I don't know, I was thinking to stop. And they're like, no, just do some more. I was like, okay. And I did. And then I started seeing it with PXP and I visualized it for like a month. Yeah. And then I asked for it. Yeah. And then I joined the network and you guys are doing this great thing. And I was like, so I messaged Alicia. I was like, can we do it a week earlier so it can fall into me? Nice. And she's of course said yes. So it's it kind of all universally came together all at once. Cool. Yeah. So I'm so excited. It'll be fun. And and then um, my sister has a gallery in her yoga studio. So we're going to have a live opening to, to really promote the idea of taking up space. And awesome. my sister really wanted to get uh, female creatives in our community. So hopefully some performance uh, involved in, in the opening. So. We want to also, she's like, I want to make it more, more supportive for females in our community, not just a normal opening, but like, let's make it a little bit, a little bit yeah. extra. So yeah. we'll see. It's up. It's still up. It'll happen because we do have so many talented people here and I'm so excited to, to provide a space and, and an event and, and all that. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I hope it goes well. I can't wait to just be connected to see it develop. Yeah, it it's yeah, it should go well. I'm like, okay, so I've like 30 days to finish this now. <laughs> on top of life. <laughs> on top of life. But you know what? Deadlines are great. Yes. Deadlines, um, because you can leave things on walls for a year or two and you'd be like, I don't I'm not sure the next step. <laughs> you yep. just have to dive in <clears throat> and go for it. Um, yeah, so you are doing a group show. Are you working on any, um, any body of work or any, anything personally as, as a creative right now? Um, yeah, I actually have four exhibitions this year for 2022. Only four, hey? <laughs> Only four. <laughs> um, last year I had none except I was in two very small group shows. So, um, I'm grateful I really like this, the seasonal nature of the artist's life. Like it was nice to have a year last year that was like where I, I just really leaned into exploration and, um, you know, more, um, like I gave myself a lot more space in the studio and this year, um, you know, I feel like I'm in some ways reaping the benefits of that sort of like pushing and exploration that happened. And um, yeah, I have a lot of work to like get done um, for some exhibitions. So um, I have some textile based work that's currently up in a show in Nashville. Um, and I'm working on a body of work um, right now for a show that will be in Fort Wayne, um, Indiana, which is where I live. So I'm, I'm super excited to have my first um, exhibition that's actually mine, um, in Fort Wayne. And then, um, this summer I'll be showing in Paducah, Kentucky. And then this fall I'll be showing in North Carolina. So, wow. um, yeah, I have like a lot of work to make this year and <laughs> it feels really good to have the, the structure of the shows, as you mentioned, um, having the deadlines is helpful and, you know, last year, while I did make more work than I, um, than I thought I would have, I, I definitely, uh, you know, it, it's nice to like have the structure of working towards a show, um, to, uh -huh. to, to put that fire under your butt. So yeah, get, get you, yeah, fired up and ready. Like, cause yeah, you can show up and like, 
you know, I have some emails to answer. So then I'll, yeah, it is great to have a motivator. Um, so are these all separate ex exhibitions, like different bodies of work for each? Um, well, the, the show up right now is definitely a separate body of work because it's work that's textile based. I saw it. It's stunning. Thank you. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I've been doing this series of hand quilted pieces, um, kind of about, uh, connecting with my grandmother who passed away about a year and a half ago. Um, and I'll continue to be making that work. Um, the show in Fort Wayne, I actually want to be more of a painting show, but I'll be um, combining textiles and painting in that I I'm pretty sure I'm going to like stitch my canvases together and then stretch mm. them and then we'll be doing, um, you know, like painting and collage on top of that. I've been right now, I've just been like dyeing and painting raw canvas and then I'll be cutting it up and making compositions and then stretching it over bars. Um, and it's the first time that I've really been working in that way. I've, I've kind of been taking my time really like dabbling in um, textiles and quilting and working more with fabric rather than just traditional painting materials. Um, mm -hmm. la last yeah, don't just did. buy a pre-stretched square and go with it like you're pushing the boundaries of that yeah yeah so um yeah so i'm excited to kind of see where it goes and then uh probably the other two shows will be a combination um doing some textile work and some painting i haven't 100 mm. percent decided on those yet mm -hmm. don't you love working on raw canvas yeah yeah oh, it's like magical I just can't have it any other way. It's just when it's prepped and, and whatever, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's no, always I, I been actually, a disaster even for me. Before doing textile work, I had not um, worked on like pre-purchased like mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. canvas and stuff. I always, um, my husband like, is able to do some woodworking type stuff. So he usually builds my frames and we um, stretch them raw together. Um, the only time I work on pre-gessoed canvas is if I'm making a really large work that maybe needs to be shipped just because it's so expensive to ship like large square things, whereas I can just roll something <laughs> roll in a tube and the client can stretch it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, I think maybe I started in art school. They just sold raw canvas and that's mm -hmm. what it was, right? So it was just yeah. like, just like, and then you try the other one and you're like, oh, this is the worst. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, not to say if you do, great, good for you. Um, yeah, but that, I, that's like, like, yeah. I also don't even like working on it stretched. Like I throw it on the floor and like staple it to the wall and then it's not like, and like even I just finished a collection in the fall and a solo show. Um, it was the Finn collection because my, if you can see on my wall behind the, the Taylor stuff is that's him. Mm -hmm. And so his stuff is really like bold Basquiat-esque sort of. Yeah. Um, so I embraced that and I went with it. And he's such an artist. Like it was paint all, all over. His clothes <laughs> are all ruined. Um and every day he is just a rainbow of a person and but mostly black uh jiffy <laughs> mostly yeah. black jiffy everywhere um <laughs> like his paint his hands he'll do them completely in black jiffy it's just oh my it's, gosh it's absolutely over the top um <laughs> so i'm like this kid needs a whole collection and it was really cool because we did them in like puzzle piece different shapes and then i let yeah. them title them all so it's like bowser and <laughs> i like you and Aww. they wanted to name one party, 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 party till we die. And I was like, yeah, let's just cut it <laughs> off at party, party, party. <laughs> I'm, That's I'm great. putting a little bit of creative restrictions on you guys. But it was really fun. Um, tons of work to make um, like frame. Mm -hmm. Weird. Uh, and I couldn't even do it. I had to outsource uh, my we have a we have a home supply building store. I'm saying it wrong. We have yeah. a Windsor Plywood. I don't know if you know what that is. In Canada, it's Windsor Plywood. It's like a building company. Um, yeah. So the we had the carpenter had to build the frames and and yeah. So 
his stuff is really bold and really cool. So it's awesome. fun to embrace like a different journey and a different path of like embracing someone's like full, you know, and you could tell like which one Gus made and which one Teddy helped make and which one Finn made like, like night and day. It's so I love cool. That. Yeah. So it was awesome. But I, yeah, I really liked, um, I just envisioned like they, we started like this on the wall and then I was like, I'm just, let's just cut it and then use all the shapes and that will be really. And so I had them on the wall for months and I was like, it's not going to take long to cut those up and put them up. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> yeah. So don't put things off. Uh, in that regard, you're like, I see it all. So it should take no time. It was basically July and August me like working in the hot garage, like stapling and building uh. while they like ran out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine because again we have a neighborhood full of kids so just like stop um but you know what that's our lives like we have to fit it in we have to make it work and you will find a way like yep. find a way to fit it in and and no matter what and and you have a community that will support that so if anyone doesn't know how join artist mother or listen to the podcast or just plain old reach out and um and i'm sure you're happy to help i'm happy to help it's just yeah. such it to stop creating fully just because you're a mother is absolute a disservice to yourself yes definitely and you know you gotta take care of yourself so you can take care of your family right so mm -hmm. i would say that you have to yeah best take care of yourself before you can take out care of others it is such an important message um and creativity for me means equals happiness mm -hmm. amongst some like other main things like rest and eating right um and time for yourself what do i'm curious what do you do to like rest and recharge um physical movement is really big for me so just making sure that i am going for a long walk or going to the gym i do like a sculpt class um twice a week and, um, you know, do some sort of cardio. I try to do like three, four times a week. Um, but yeah, like that is huge. And oftentimes that is like one of the first things to go if like life gets busy and I really notice the effects, um, mm. just mentally, actually, I, I feel so, um, I feel so much happier when I get those like endorphins from working out and moving my body. So, um, that is like a big, thing for me that I really try to, um, stay connected to. And it's not about like losing weight or like body mm -hmm. image, but it's about like the space and time and just connecting, um, you know, with my body and being more in alignment and awareness of the way that I'm physically moving through the world. Um, which is an important thing for artists to be aware of and be connected to. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I try to also have like, some things in my life that are not related to my identity as an artist. Um, and, you know, just having friends who, like, I have so many artist mother friends and I'm so, so grateful for that community, but also, you know, that's, I'm still just like a person first. And, and so just making sure that like, I maintain friendships outside of um, my work life and my identity as an artist um, is really important to my mental health. Um, I have a really good friend who we do a lot of reading together. I really like to read as um, just recreation. And so we do a lot of like buddy reading and just texting about, um, you know, kind of the next novel that we're going to pick up together or, or we'll like binge, you know, a crime podcast together and talk about it. Um, <laughs> nice. But just trying to have like stuff in my radar that is also just fueling and nourishing me as a person, not just as an artist. Um, uh -huh. I think that's important. Even as somebody who struggles to make time making, struggles to make time for all of the artwork and all of the work that I want to do, I still feel like I have to make time for Strike just, a balance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, those are kind of some of the things. Uh -huh. I completely agree. Time for self-care is mm -hmm. like, for me, I, ha I have to every day. It's mm -hmm. like in the morning or I'm total grump. 
you know, mental health, it's just, it's so important. Um, and, and for me, that's, yeah, same getting, getting moving, um, and fitting that in. And it's, it's like a meditation too. It's like just a quiet time for your mind and to get away from, you know, everything. And that leaves space for, for ideas and, 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 um, things that can, you know, spark, spark, well, I always come up with really great solutions and, right. and different things. Um, and, and of course, yeah, like the balance of just like, you know, your relationship with your partner or your friendships. Mm-hmm. And it's not all just about, yeah, being this person to other people or, or right. whatever. Right. Um, I think that does get lost. You're like, ah, oh, just a real gal here. Just doing yep. the same thing as you are. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a great privilege to be that for people, but also, um, you're just a person at the end of the day and, yep. and, you know, a mom <clears throat> doing her thing, That's right. dealing with literal shit. <laughs> all <laughs> <Yes>. like, so <laughs> it is funny and, and it takes a lot of work to, to strike a balance. It's kind of funny. It's like how much work it takes and boundaries. Right. And yep. And um, not, you know, setting yourself up for failure. Like the other day, or I saw I booked two podcasts and one day in a meeting all in a row. I'm like, ah, I can do it. And then that day I was like, we're never doing that again. That's too too much. What were you thinking? You know this. Like we know. And then that's self-awareness. Self awareness. I was a poop mom for the rest of the day. I was just like, oh my god, stop. Like I was useless. Pizza for supper. Okay. And it's yes. just like, you know, so they didn't deserve an exhausted mom that day, but I was, um, but we should know. And that comes with, you know, uh, organization, etc. Yes. But sometimes you're like, I don't want to say no to that person. Uh, do you have a hard time saying no? I'm, I've gotten a lot better at it. You've gotten good. I'm, I think I, this year I feel like that should be my get better at saying no. Yeah. I think I will. I think I, I don't think it'll be like a thing on me. I think I, I will actually have to get better at saying no or things won't yeah. succeed. I think that, that's kind of what happened to me was I just – I literally don't have time for everything anymore, um, you know, because – I already do so much of what I want to do. Like the way that my life is structured is they are things that bring me joy. And, and, and there's sometimes new things to add to that pile. But, um, but yeah, like I try to be really, uh, I've been really trying to be a slower decision maker um, Mm -hmm. because I can make decisions really quick um, and just want to jump into something. And I'm trying to take my time um, with responding to things um, it just feels like a better, uh, it, it feels more like self-care, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Um, I will take, I met you today for a reason. <laughs> we have this for a reason. Um, okay. So I have a final question for you. It's sponsored by Red Bicycle Communications and it is called a day in the life. I want you to describe your ideal, perfect day, just start to finish how would you it could be anywhere it could be anything okay so this is an easy question for me because I love as I mentioned before just kind of envisioning the future and thinking about the ideal life and and all of these things and working towards it um so I think my ideal day is I get up before my family but the coffee pot is already ready to go so I don't have to grind the beans (laughs) and do all that Um, I don't like getting the coffee ready when I'm the first one up. Usually it's my husband who does it, but, um, so that's all ready to go. I go downstairs, get the coffee going and I read for 30, 40 minutes. Maybe my kids come down and turn on the TV, um, which is fine. This is actually what normally happens. (laughs) Um, but I keep reading a really good book. Um, my kids, go to school and the morning routine goes smoothly and everyone gets out the door and then um, I get to work from home and make art and um, maybe 
be in community with people, have some conversations about um, with people from my community that I love and care about. Um, I would love in the afternoon to collect my kids and go hiking somewhere nearby. We love to be outdoors and hike together, um, like on a really nice fall day or a spring day. Um, and then I would love to go out to eat with my family at a really good Indian restaurant. Um, maybe come home and have a dessert and wine with my husband and a nice fire and finish back with my book, I think. Oh, nice. That's, That's a like nice day. Ideal day to <laughs> it me. It is. I take that <laughs> for sure. And then it sounds like you already have a lot of those things going on. So that's really special that you've, you know, created that world for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was such an honor to meet you and have you here today. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll chat more soon in the future. Yes. I'm excited, as I mentioned, to see you on the network and can't wait to continue our conversations there. And yeah, just thanks for taking the time to ask and invite me on brandy i really appreciate it yeah already take care okay bye <laughs> bye thank you so much um that was really special and i hope it inspired you to find a community for yourself whatever you're interested in like really there's coin collecting communities like whatever your interests are you will find a lid for your pot um i'm gonna uh let you go we before before that because I hate to say goodbye <laughs> um just a another book update yes it's in formatting so that means um within this week I will start getting it all prepared on Amazon so I'm thinking like it'll be out in three weeks so stay tuned for that um if you're not a part of our color me happy community on Facebook um you can join up there uh the link is in our notes to join I'll have all that information uh, for you, book release details, New York details. I will not shut up about that because I'm so excited about it. Super scared, but very excited. Um, and speaking of community collaboration, I just worked with five women in my local community um, for a big shoot that I can't talk a whole lot about, but uh, Kristen Hickman was a part of it and some really amazing women. And um, it was... I just cried the whole next day and <laughs> was at a loss for words when we did it. So working together with, with, and collaborating can be so, so powerful and go beyond what you even imagined it could be. So trust me when I say that you need to find your people. Um, and I will sign out. What I was going to say is I will sign out with this beautiful music by I Swear by the Moon and we will get Megan on as soon as possible. I'll message her right now, <laughs> right now. So I remember Megan is a songstress in pouring her passion into this music. So check them out. Um, you can find them everywhere where music is available. Um, but I encourage you to support them and actually not just listen to them streaming, but support them and get their album because um, streaming... Uh, you know, small bands, unless you're freaking, you know, getting a million downloads a day, streaming isn't really your bread and butter. So support those small artists. It's so, so, so important because they are what make life rainbow, colorful, happy, and important. And, you know, art is everywhere. Art is in your music, in the movies you watch. It's in the notebook you carry around it's in someone made all of those things so let's support those little people in any way we can yes that is great um thank you to our sponsors red bicycle communications and nouveau later laser and aesthetic center um i and stay out of the sun that's uh the biggest one and wear sunscreen um don't stay out of the sun get outside that is terrible advice. Get outside so much, but, um, you know, protect yourself along the way with the right, with the right stuff. Your skin is a part of you and take care of it. Okay. My husband's calling. I really do have to go chatty Kathy over here. Bye. <laughs>
for some time for yourself to relax, release, and unwind, Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online 
at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself. You deserve it.